Hey, Flapjack. It's Firewatch this week on the podcast. Mike. You're rubbing, you're rubbing your I'm eyes. I'm already trying not to crack up at that intro. <laughs> Tim, hello. What's up? We are adding this week the video game Firewatch to the endless list of video games, uh, which is our list. Do you guys know how, how big our list is now? 183 games. 181. This is oh. our 182nd. Um, and yes. Every week or uh, most weeks, we add a new game to this list and our epic ranking of every video game. I forget what we did the last time because it was two weeks. Oh, we did Moon Patrol. Uh, but this week we're doing Firewatch, which is an indie game that uh, I quite enjoyed. Um, it was a game I always wanted to play, but I never got to. It came out in 2016. Um, what is you all's uh, history with this video experience? Uh, same thing. I mean... When it came out, I, ha- I heard it had great reviews, and I was like, oh, someday I'll play it. And then, <laughs> like, when I got Game Pass, I installed it on my computer, and then, like, two years later, I played it. <laughs> Fun. That's awesome. Also, I didn't realize, I think, before we, we added this to the list how short it was. Mm. It's a three-hour-long game, but it, like, doesn't... I feel like if it was longer, it would, like, outstay its welcome, but nevertheless. Yeah. Sam, what is... Uh... What is your experience with this game? Uh, I just knew it was sort of one of these like story-based, experiential sort of things. Um, that yeah, like speaking about it being three hours, perfect length, like kind of a long movie length, you know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Is this is like the very definite this game for people who don't know in the audience is like. I think the template now for what we call a walking simulator. Yeah. Uh, that's like this game is like there were ones before this, but this is now like how you combine the gameplay elements with a narrative. I think they did really well on this game, even though it's very gameplay light. For example. Yeah, it reminds me of um, I think whatever happened to Edith Finch. Like that's a very similar game. I don't know if you guys played that. Oh, I've I I have not uh I've not played that, but I do want to yeah, play it's, that. It's fun. Yeah, so made by Camp, Campo Santo, uh, published by Panic and Campo Santo in 2016. Campo Santo, uh, I don't know if they really exist anymore. So, in small indie group, I think there was only a handful of people, but they were bought by Valve. And this was their first game um, too, so right? Yeah, it's the first game. And so, they bought were bought by Valve, and I think they worked on Half-Life Alex most recently. And they had a game in development, but it's been delayed, which is unfortunate. Because this game's great. Um but 2016 is the same year as Stardew Valley, Oxenfree, Inside, The Witness. A lot of these types of games came out that year. Enter the Gungeon was also a game from that year that I really want to add to the list, as well as Darkest Dungeon, uh, all the indie games from 2016. I feel like we're, we're kind of, I guess, now it's different with indie games, but there was a moment where there were like maybe 25 indie games that everybody talked about in one given year. And now there's just like a million indie games and there's some that some people talk about, some that other people talk about. It's so disparate now, but that was a time when there were like 25 bangers and everybody played those games. Uh, I think 
Is that, are, yeah, is that true? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't really have anything to add to that. Yeah, I guess. Those are those are good games you listed from 2016. I'm, I'm surprised a lot of them are that old, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so what? So what do you guys like about this game? Uh, well, oh, go, go ahead, for it. Key. Go for it, Werbs. All right. So I think the the, the cool thing about this game is that um, your choices throughout. Uh, based on like your dialogue, don't really change anything that's going to happen. It just changes how you perceive the game and like understand the characters, which I think is mm-hmm. super super cool. Yeah, yeah, I liked the options and the different dialogue. There's also like things you can interact with in, in while you're playing the game. Like for example, if you are well, the one of the first things you do is you like try to yell at some girls who are, do, who are setting off fireworks. And um, you pick if you can pick up their stereo and throw it in the river, it changes the dialogue. Oh no! Nice. Game. Yeah, there's a bunch. Did you of guys find the turtle? Like that. I did not find no. the turtle. Did you? The, yeah, there's a turtle you can claim and basically just like steal it from the wilderness and you like have it in a box in your fire in your tower, and then you take it when you uh, when you leave. Oh really? Yeah. That's, that's fun. That's cute. Yeah, I didn't. Um, there's a lot of like notes and like bottles of whiskey you can take and stuff, and I yeah. I didn't take a lot of them in the beginning for whatever reason. Well, the whiskey I took, and um, it's cool that it just shows up in your tower. Like it seems really kind of lived in, even though you're only there for I don't know eighty something days. Yeah, I will say the start of this game too. I was not expecting to get like have feelings. Emo- emotional. Yeah, yeah, I was not expecting to hear like a. St- a story of Alzheimer's and early onset fucking dementia when I'm starting yeah. this game. Uh, which it hit me, I'll tell you that. Um, but it was it was a nice, fresh start. And then I, I did enjoy the dialogue and the options and, the, and I thought it was like it was well written for you know what little they had to do. Yeah. Um, so this game, uh, we've mentioned it's a walking simulator, but you are a person who watches for fires in Wyoming. Uh, your name is Henry, uh, and your wife uh, is recently. Uh, is this the setup? Is that your wife has uh, now dementia, and that you're like, like there's questions around why you're not with her, um, and what you're doing in the the woods when you first start this game. Mm-hmm. It's really like really yeah. It's definitely uh, evocative, making my emotions run wild well, there's um did not expect to feel sad right <laughs> playing I, this game i think there's two options for what you can do with your wife to sort of like you can just put her in a home right in the beginning yeah. i didn't do that did you guys do that no i went to take care of her and then i got arrested yeah <laughs> me too yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 so like even just in the beginning there depending on if you're like a decent guy and you're like oh like go to the home and they'll take care of you versus I'm a raging alcoholic and getting a DUI, like, that already just changes how you perceive your character, yeah. you know, when you're in that tower. Like he's, he's running away from something, clearly, and, you know, he's trying to deal with himself. Yes. Henry, who is actually played by Rich Summer. Do you know who Henry Harry is? Crane. You know the act- yeah, Harry Crane from Mad Men. How long did it take you to figure Henry. that out? Uh, actually until, uh, I didn't even notice it when I was playing the game, but when I was watching the playthrough today, I was like, I recognize that. Oh, place. really? No shit. Yeah. yeah. I, I, yeah, I think yeah. I realized in like the first like half hour, but you know, brag. Yeah. 
<laughs> Sissy Jones was plays Delilah, who is your uh, person that's speaking to you through your walkie-talkie, which is like the primary gameplay thing, hitting the button on the walkie-talkie. Very satisfying yeah. from a gameplay perspective. I don't know if it's like the click or the animation, mm. but it just feels very satisfying when you talk on the yeah. walkie-talkie for some reason. Um, but Sissy Jones plays Delilah. She was Joyce in Life is Strange, and also she like had a primary role in the Walking Dead uh, Telltale games. Oh, cool. Um, these guys that created the game, Sean Vanaman and Jake Rodkin, were also from Telltale. So this like group came out of Telltale. Yeah, okay. Um, um, as far as... Well, I guess it, it's too early to talk about the ending, but I did... <laughs> we'll t- we'll I, get I, I did like, you know... The middle, like, when you start, they're starting to get a little spooked out because they think someone's, like, watching them and listening to them, right? Um, I kind of liked where that was going, and I thought it was going to go deeper into that, and it felt, it was kind of like a a letdown of a reveal for me. For the, as Yeah, as I feel one. like this, this, this game is like a series of uh, fake-outs yeah. throughout the whole game. And then you get to the end, and it's like very straight. And I was like, "Oh, okay." Like that is little little spoilers when we get. We'll get to that. But one thing that kind of blew my mind when I was doing research for this game, um, I found out that the art for this game is all based on like New Deal era forest parks, oh. like folk posters they made. <laughs> cool. And like, Sick. I didn't didn't know that at the time, but like looking back at it, I'm like, "Holy fuck!" Yeah, this totally makes sense that this is the aesthetic yeah, they were going for. Because those paintings are dope. Uh, New Deal, New Deal era uh, like National mm-hmm. Forest Service posters. Mm-hmm. They're very, very nice and pleasant looking for some reason. Uh, which is the art, the art in the game is just incredible. Um, IMO. It's yeah, it's really good. It's really immersive. You like feel like you're in the wilderness. Um, Got to use your map and compass a lot. Mm. Yeah. The point back to playing guess... Sea of Thieves. <laughs> Yeah, that's like the primary gameplay mechanism, going to your map and looking at the compass um, and understanding where you have to go uh, from that. It's uh, it's nice because there's no like in-game uh, compass that you can just look at to see what direction you're going in. A lot of times I get lost and I'd like veer off in another direction. Yeah. Like, fuck, I'd re- like, re- you just be like, why am I here? Myself. Yeah. You have to climb up some rocks and all that. Um, but also in terms in the art too, the uh, art designer decided to make the tower, I guess, and she uh, built. She could never get it quite right, and so she actually looked up the U.S. Forest Service spec- specifications for how they build their towers, and she reconstructed it in the game to be an exact oh, wow. like copy of what is normally out there for those towers. That's cool. So I thought that was uh, very funny. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So this game, um, feelings, the video game is what I call it. <laughs> a lot of feelings. Um, there's this whole little subplot with uh, the Goodwins, like a father and son. Mm. Well, it's not even a subplot, right? That is I like guess, the yeah. plot yeah. of the I story. Mean, well, you don't they're realize the it. He's there because they disappeared. Um, and then, you know, obviously. You, you, I actually you, don't know if that's the truth because I feel like there's people in between him being there and the 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 duo there. Well, isn't that wasn't that? Are you talking about the duo being the girls? No, no, no the, Ned uh, and Brian. Oh, Ned and Brian. And let's not gloss over the whole thing where they're like, they're gonna think you killed those girls, and then they're like, oh yeah, they found them. You're fine, don't worry. Like that. I, <laughs> oh yeah, I thought, did, not, I thought, did not like that. Yeah, I thought that, like, <laughs> that was not... the end game for that little plot was so stupid. 
like they were well both- there's so many fake outs yeah. there's so many fake outs in the game when they run across the fence and they're like you're like whoa what is this fence here because i thought this this game would be a lot more like supernatural and fantastical mm-hmm. so i was like oh we're gonna get to some shit now huh with this fence here and they're like nah it's just like a research group that kind of that's every what, once what, in a while. when we got into like the people all like following equipment. like when he got attacked you know when you find the the walkie-talkie and like the clipboard uh with like the transcribed uh, mm-hmm. conversations uh, i was like oh we're getting into some shit here and then he gets knocked out and i'm like all right let's go and then you know a couple things happen it gets a little, like you build some suspense and then kind of nothing happens um yeah yeah I, yeah, there's a fire I, and he has to leave. Yeah. That's it. That's but it's still, resolution. I, I guess the fact that I was just being pummeled by like sadness kind of made me <laughs> not really think about that until now. Yeah. But it's true. Like just the threads just end. Yeah. Like, oh this happened. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, they're definitely uh Henry and Delilah are definitely like overly paranoid about being listened to and thinking it's a conspiracy and stuff though like they but i mean mean, that was the whole thing is that they were out there for so long that this paranoia was affecting mm -hmm. them both so you don't really know i think the writing in this game is kind of incredible because they set up so much tension with all these like fake outs and then they also like like they're just playing off each other with this paranoia delilah and henry and it's like you what is really happening here and then it's just like at the end of the day it's like ah, nothing. you guys were just right yeah like i did again yeah i thought the writing was really well done but then when it, you just get to the end, it's just like, well, it's like, let's just stop it. Let's just end it here. Yeah, I, I actually, I like. It's funny because I feel like if they had payoff for that, it wouldn't be as good of a game mm-hmm. as it is by saying, Possibly, yeah. like, this is just like normal. This everything was fine. You guys just experienced what fire watchers experience out there when they're alone by themselves, right. yeah, uh, for so long. Yeah. Um. Yeah. If we're, can we, are we talking about the end yet or not? No. Well, I guess we already did, sort of. <laughs> but I honestly, I, the only thing that I would have wanted differently, aside from like those plot lines, actually like coming to fruition or something, is just like, I mean, it started off pretty sad. I wanted to end like fucking sad too. I wanted him not to be able to catch the helicopter or like find out it, everything was in his head and he's going fucking crazy just being alone in the woods or something. Yeah, I, I thought that yeah. might happen. You um, apparently you can just not get the helicopter and they'll just leave and then. <laughs> It just goes oh. to black. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, but it, like, maybe it's a bug, but maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> it's very, like, look it up on that's... YouTube. It's, like, a very abrupt, just black or like, screen. Probably it, mm, part of me wanted them, him and Delilah to actually meet, but also I think that would have just been pretty blah. Kind of yeah. just too easy of an ending, maybe, or something, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Well, I mean, there's kind of just no ending. Hmm. Like, you well, leave. Yeah, you start with right? this job and you end when the job, you know, the game ends when the job ends. Well, I think the whole thing is tied together really with the Alzheimer's story with the yeah. with his wife. Where it's like, he's trying to come to grip with it. And he's getting through his trauma by processing it by talking to uh, yeah. by to Delilah. And he like, in the ending is basically like, I've come to terms with the uh whole notion of my wife and where i mm. where where i am in the world mm. and like that's a really difficult choice for people i have two grandparents that had alzheimer's and like i experienced that shit yeah. and it's sucks yeah dementia and, really like, fucking sucks e- either way for him is is a shitty path right and like i recognize that oh for I mean, sure i mean i 
I'm like, neither is good. Yeah. Neither is good, neither is bad. It's just You're probably hard pressed to find anyone that hasn't been hit by that, you know, by a family member or one, you know, or yeah. someone close. You, yeah. You so. could also, though, just like not talk to her at all about anything, really. Like, you don't have to respond ever with the walkie talkie, as far as I know. Can you. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> It doesn't just like I force. That affects it, from a narrative perspective. It won't force a prompt. Uh, I don't. I don't think so. Like there, there were a few times I just let it go. I was like, because you're packable for, for now. <laughs> well, I wonder if you can get through the most of the game by not talking. And I wonder if there's an achievement for that. That's funny. Yeah. Because you can definitely. You there's a time bar on your selections, right. and you can definitely just time yeah. it out every time. Yeah, I don't know if there's That's some funny. point where you're forced to do it. I was also wondering in um. Uh, like, when you go to the camp, um, Delilah starts to be like, oh, Henry, you have to get out of there. Like, no matter when you start to, like, inspect stuff or tell her about it. And I was wondering if, like, something would happen if you inspected every single thing that was there. Mm. Or if you only looked at a few things. Or, like, if you stepped on the soil, that weird, like, soil patch, if anything would happen. Yeah. And nothing happened. Nothing happened. <laughs> 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 um, you know one thing I, I we haven't mentioned that I enjoyed in this game quite a bit when you were the whole map the whole map is very satisfying when he's filling it in mm. you go to cash boxes you, I don't know if I was watching a playthrough and I didn't recognize this in the first when I played through but your first cash box you go to when you look at the lock and the combination is always one two three four uh, when you look at the clock it's it's eight zero zero eight funny it's like nice touch. <laughs> But yeah, you fill in the map, and you, if you go to landmarks, you get like a nice, pretty drawing in there, or like a marker of where that landmark also, is. I like the map a lot. Another, I like the gameplay of the compass. Another a lot. cool little thing I noticed that they did. Um, you guys found like I forget if just everyone had it or what, or if you, like what, but you find the disposal camera. Mm -hmm. um, and if you actually took any photos with it during the credits, they're rolling those pictures. Oh, that's I cool. didn't realize that. Yeah. I just like Alt F four as soon as it was over. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I thought that was a pretty cool feature because photo mode's stupid in my mind in most games, but that's just me. Yeah, it was mm. again. I was like hoping something would happen with a camera. Like I didn't use it for a while, but then shit started to go down, so I would start to take pictures of stuff. Like as I Evidence. saw, it, I'd be like oh maybe I need this for later. <laughs> need that. Evidence. I don't know. I, I like I. I guess I wanted there to be a bit more than there was in the gameplay somehow. Yeah, it's it's a pretty simple game, right? right. Yeah. Yeah. There's not that much to interact I, with. But I I actually thought like I enjoyed I it. I actually but... thought there'd be less um like communication and more like wandering around blindly, to be honest. I was expecting to have to like blindly find, you know, these objectives or these points. Um so I was mm. kind of pleased with the amount of dialogue in it. No, but that's actually really good game design too. Is is them giving you clues on where to go verbally, and then also in the environment. Like sometimes you have to like find the beer cans, and then if you can't find the beer cans, you radio somebody, and they'll be like, "Oh, they're in this area." Um, and I thought that game design was really cool in terms of like uh, breadcrumbing you to places via like the audio cues and also via the. Uh, the visual cues as well. Yeah. So I thought, like, from a gameplay design, the map was actually very, uh, 
very well done as well. I, we're playing Red Dead. A lot of us are. Redemption 2. And, like, I find myself constantly being, like, I have no idea where I am. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, just following the trail that they lay out for you to go, like, from everywhere, ever, anywhere. But, the, like, Firewatch, in comparison, has, like, identifiable features and landmarks where you can orientate yourself where you are in the map. And I thought that was very well done. Mm-hmm. And it, it's small <clears> enough where, like, the map is actually helpful and you can, like, remember where you have to go somewhat. Um, there's like right. one point where you have to go from, I guess, the northwest to the southeast, and I was like, this is such a slog, but it, and it took it like t- three yeah. minutes. Yeah. Like, when you first find the fenced-in station that you gotta go to, and then you have to walk, like, all the way to the opposite corner of the map, I was like, oh, fuck, I'm, I'm, I think I just wanna, like, take a break. <laughs> but then yep. I was like, and but- then I did it, and I was like, oh, it took me, like, 30 seconds to get there. It's <laughs> so maybe a minute. Yeah, remember also, and speaking about head fakes, I remember another one. They set up, like, this, like, abandoned campsite to be like, oh, shit, we're going to an abandoned campsite. There's going to be, like, horror murderers there or something. And then there's also, like, prisoners who were there, like, stopping the forest fire. And, like, something bad's going to happen. And nothing happened. I I forgot about that campsite. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That was very funny. Like whenever, whenever I got somewhere and nothing happened, I played um, fuck. What the fuck is this game called? Tacoma. I played Tacoma like a couple of years ago, um, and it reminds me of this game because Tacoma also is like you're on a space station and you're like trying to figure out what what went wrong and every, how everybody died, and like at the end of the day, like it's like something so mundane that happened that. <laughs> Is this the same thing that's happening here? Just very mundane shit at the end of the day, uh, instead of being like super fantastical, which like I thought was going to be the case coming into this game the entire time. uh, Like they were also going to get framed for spreading a forest fire, and like of course nothing came of that either. (laughs) 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 Um, I don't I don't want to spoil another game, but I, I guess I'm about to a little bit. Like the the ending sort of had. My old Disco Elysium vibes. What ending? The ending of Firewatch. Oh, yeah. Well, um, a little bit. I don't know about. Bit. Yeah, a little bit. But the ending of Disco Elysium, like, if I, like, I felt like I was coming down from a drug at that point. I was like, oh, <laughs> this is like sweet release. That game doesn't have multiple endings. That game endings. is incredible. Yes, it does. It has multiple endings, yeah. Because you can go, like, the fascist path, the communist path. You can do certain things that you miss. Uh, so, yeah, there's a few endings. I want to play that game again and again. I, I want to watch someone play it again. <laughs> oh, that game's so good. Uh, um, yeah. But, yes, Firewatch. Where does this go on our endless list of video games? Oh, our 182nd entry. Um, I can tell you this, this much. I'm going to tell you that this game is better than Everybody's Gone to the Rapture, which is at 115. It goes, I think, way higher than that. But that's a very similar, comparable game. I don't know that game. Hmm. Uh, I mean... Oh, shit. I think... Did I just do something? (laughs) Hit undo. Undo. (laughs) Control Z. There you go. Uh, I think it's better than Pilot Wing than the one that you just deleted. That's number 100. So, yeah, it's better than Pilot Wing. Yeah. We're like, I, I'm like, fine with that. Like looking at it, looking at we're like comparable, comparable games. 
Like, uh, this game is worse than Papers, Please, IMO, which is at uh, 55, so I'm, like, narrowing this down to a range. Do you agree with my statement that this game is worse than Papers, Please? I think this Papers, is worse please? than Papers, Please, yeah. Okay, okay. Um... But I'm not. I'm not saying that. That's high, a big range. That's go. like 50 games yeah. between. <laughs> I know. Is this game better than Super Hot, another indie game? Ooh, I. That's a good question. Mm. I think it's very similar. Where's Super Hot? 72. 72. Mm. I don't think this is better than Ori and the Blind Forest. Where's Ori and the Blind Forest? 66. I. Oh, yeah, yeah, for yeah. Sure. And like, I don't no. think it's better. No. Like, Mortal Kombat's in there too, which is you know, sixty-three. It's worse than that. So, I don't think it's better than Cuphead, for example. Uh, for sure, I don't think it's like yeah. Like, do you think it's better than Super Hot? I never played Super Hot. I feel like it'd be what closer you... in like the eighty to ninety range, like somewhere in there, like in between PUBG and Pub... Street Fighter Alpha. I think PUBG it's. Is... I think it's a interesting one because yeah. like i feel like that sort of kicked off battle royales yeah at the same time i think it's better than transistor as an indie mm -hmm. game um so maybe we put it at 83 that sounds good i me. think it's better than transistor i i did not like that game that much yeah so 83 is that is that a good number for firewatch I'll agree with that. yeah seems fine all right Cool. We have a new number 83 so on our end. top 100. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we got Pilot Wings out of the top 100, which makes this list better. Um, for sure. <laughs> I feel like that's been a, a year-long goal for you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that, but... Uh, yeah, not a big fan of Pilot Wings. Um, but yes, we have a new number 83 on the endless list of video games. It is firewatch uh the game that came out in the year what year to come out 2015 2016 2016, 2016 yeah. um and yeah so this has been an episode where we've added a game to the list congratulations gentlemen it's right back at it's you. an honor to be here for that um do you, do you guys know what we're playing next week nope no uh, next week we are playing a game called uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance, and we're adding it to the uh, endless list of video games. Was that a Wii launch title? PS3 launch title. Mm. Yeah. Good luck with so that. So maybe, <laughs> maybe it's on the Wii. I don't know if it's on the Wii, but cool, man. All right, we'll uh, talk to you guys next or in a few weeks. <laughs> All right. All right. Talk to you then, pal. <laughs> <laughs> hey!